are some of the top concerns payments processors, retailers, and banking institutions should be addressing now in the wake of recent retail breaches and looming deadlines for a migration to chip and pin and card technology? Here, Paul Kleinschnitz, Senior Vice President and General Manager of First Data's Cybersecurity Solutions Team, shares his thoughts about today's emerging cyber threats and work First Data is doing to mitigate risks for issuers, acquirers, and merchants. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Uh, Paul, card fraud is a growing concern, obviously, for card issuers as well as acquirers and merchants. The payments landscape, of course, has changed quite a bit over the last five years. What would you say are some of the key areas that your team at First Data is focusing on between now and the end of the year to address some of these emerging fraud risks? First of all, Tracy, thank you for giving us the opportunity to address this and speak. This is something that First Data is taking very seriously and has invested quite a bit um, up to now and continues to. The way we look at cyber threats and how we're focused uh, this year and beyond really is in four major categories. The first is visibility. We continue to invest in technologies, process, and resources that will give us a greater visibility to adversaries, their motives, trends, and threats, not only for our own security, but so that we can pass on that knowledge to our clients and build solutions around them. Secondly, is around education and awareness for our clients. Uh, we have a unique position where we have a highly skilled, highly funded team, and we know that our clients don't necessarily have that luxury. So we distill information to our clients so they can be better educated and aware of the threat landscapes, because you're absolutely right. These are changing um, almost, not almost, but definitely on a regular monthly and sometimes daily basis. Um, thirdly is uh, adoption. Uh, we've got a number of solutions we provide our clients. There's a number of solutions uh, in, the, in the industry, and there's just some, a lot of great best practices that we want to make sure our clients are aware of and are adopting. And we're doing that by providing solutions that are as easy as possible for our clients to deploy. And lastly, is providing best-in-class technology that's right size for our clients. You know, we've got uh, over two and a half million merchants, for example, most of which are considered the small merchant, excuse me, the SMB category, and they don't have access to the technologies that larger merchants do. And we're working very hard to provide solutions to where they can actually leverage some of the same technologies. So, Paul, in the wake of some of these recent retail breaches that we've seen, what would you say from your perspective has kind of been the way that merchants have responded from a data security standpoint? Do you think they're paying more attention to data security or at least in the way that they should be? I'd say absolutely yes. The recent very public events, um, I think, just highlight and make what's really happening at the core of this kind of criminal activity. Uh, just to kind of put some data behind this, uh, every 18 seconds there's a cyber victim. Uh, what's probably most interesting to me is that cyber crime has become the most profitable um, organized crime, surpassing uh, even illegal drug trade in the world today. So motivations for criminals are very strong. But, you know, their business is good. So yes, you know, merchants are definitely taking a closer look. They're rethinking their approach. They're rethinking their solutions. They're rethinking who they partner with and what solutions they should be deploying. And as they should be. And you know, the good news is there's entities like First Data have been tracking this for a while and have solutions ready to support these clients. So Paul, let's talk some, what about these solutions that First Data is investing in and offering to clients. First Data Star Network recently signed a deal with Visa for EMV debit transaction routing and processing. Can you give us some background about that program and how it's being promoted? Yeah, so First Data was the first to announce and, and really at a, a broad scale, take a strong collaborative step with Visa. You know, we really are focused on enabling adoption of these technologies and making it as simple as, as possible for our clients. 
And what this relationship really is, First Data Star Network is going to be using PIN as well as First Data's common AID or application identifier to facilitate different types of debit transactions on our network, which includes PIN, PINless signature, cardholder verification methods. Um, this AID will facilitate U.S. debit transactions from any debit network that licenses the Visa Common AID solution. So this really is about us reaching out and being a grand collaborator with other you know, large entities in the space to help the adoption and speed to market, if you would, for solutions that we know our clients need to adopt. And so what are the next steps, Paul, from First Data's perspective for a successful and timely migration to EMV on the U.S. debit side? So another announcement and partnership that First Data establishes with Overthrow. So we, again, reached out in the spirit of being a grand collaborator and partnered with Overthrow to make sure we are capable to issue the amount of cards that are necessary um, in this growing demand. To answer your question specifically, our clients really need to be looking to their partners, whether it be their issuers and or their processors, to understand the steps necessary to either issue new cards, certify to new platforms, or adopt new technology. First Data is uniquely prepared to support all three of these aspects through our partnerships and through the preparations we've made in our systems today. One area, Paul, that First Data has been focused on for quite some time relates to tokenization as well as encryption. How effective would you say tokenization is, Paul, and how might it be used in conjunction with EMV? Tracy, that's a great question, you know, one that we get quite a bit. One of the inhibitors to adoption in this space has been, in my opinion, a lack of knowledge or awareness of how these technologies work together versus compete or as an or versus an and. What I mean by that is it's important to understand how these technologies are deployed and what threat vectors they're actually solving for. So, for example, EMV's purpose is authentication, authenticating that card to the card holder. And, and the threat vector that it's you know, solving for is counterfeit cards. It does a phenomenal job at doing that. But that's it. That's what EMV does. That's what it's designed for. As you continue through a payment process or a transaction process, you need to be concerned about securing the rest of that transaction. So in other words, end-to-end -end encryption is a best practice for data in use and data in flight. So, for example, First Data has a TransArmor solution, which is encryption and tokenization. We encrypt that cardholder information on a point of swipe, and while it's being transported from the merchant to us, traversing whatever network and means that it needs to, it, it stays encrypted to the point where we decrypt it within our data center. Okay? At that point, we address another threat vector, which is data at rest. So we take that PAN and translate it to a token, and we return that token to the merchant. So if you think about you know, this from a criminal's perspective, the criminals are like water. They find the least path of resistance to the whole. And we believe that a layered security approach is best in practice, starts with EMV, continues with encryption, and kind of finishes that loop with tokenization. And our strategy behind this and why tokenization specifically is so effective, we believe that if the, and we know, in fact, if the data is not there, then there's nothing to steal. In other words, when you convert a PAN to a token, you are removing the value that a criminal will be going after in the event there's a breach and data is exfiltrated. So, Paul, for how long has First Data been offering encryption and tokenization solutions to its customers? Our TransArmor solution, which is our encryption and tokenization product, has been in market for over four years. In fact, we've over 600,000 merchants using this technology. We 
have secured over a billion transactions to date and are on track to secure another uh, billion this year. So by the end of 2014, we will have two billion transactions secured and well over three quarters of a million merchants leveraging the technology. And so I guess based on what you've said, Paul, it's safe to assume that interest in TransArmor encryption and tokenization has grown in recent months. Absolutely. Like I mentioned before, our biggest focus is around the awareness of why layered security, especially in payments, is so important in making sure our clients understand which threat vector each of these technologies solve for and that there's not one silver bullet. And so beyond some of these solutions and this layered security approach that First Data is promoting to merchants and others in the industry, Paul, what is First Data doing to help merchants ensure PCI compliance on an ongoing basis? So Tracy, another great question, where we know that, that PCI compliance doesn't equal security, but it is absolutely the first and right step. PCI DSS is a set of very relevant and very real guidelines that every merchant not only is required to, but should go through the process of, of compliance in. Uh, we have solutions specifically for our level four merchants, our small, uh, medium-sized merchants, that we make this process very easy on them, streamlined, and also leads into some of our security technologies and recommendations. So what more needs to happen, in your opinion? Adoption, awareness, and education. The technologies that we discussed on this call and other technologies really are not and, and, and like I mentioned before, First Data, for example, has had these technologies in our platforms and in our environments for a number of years. It's really not about you know, finding a new technology or a new solution. It's really about educating our clients and the industry on the threats, how to solve for them. And then lastly, we need to, as an industry, do a better job of collaborating amongst ourselves against our adversaries because they do a really good job of collaborating against us. Again, we've just heard from Paul Kleinschnitz of First Data. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.